Well, welcome to this Wednesday night midweek meetup, and I trust that you are doing well. And we are doing all kinds of online stuff, and we miss you. We miss you a lot. We are social distancing even in our recordings. And so uh, with all of those obvious things going on, uh, we are excited to come to you by way of technology and talk about some pretty important things. Um, before we do that, though, let me pray. Let me ask God to bless our time, to bless our conversation, and uh, to use it for His glory and our good. So let's pray together. God, thanks for Your goodness. Thank You for the opportunity to gather online and to think about You and to think about what You're doing. We trust You, God, and we ask that You would do what only You can do through Your Holy Spirit. And that speak to us. Speak to us through your word. We love you. As we continue Holy Week, we're reminded of Jesus. We're reminded of his goodness. And for that, we are eternally grateful. And so would you bless our conversation tonight, Jesus? Holy Spirit, would you lead us? Would you guide us with your word? We love you in your precious name. Amen. Before we jump right in, um, if you're uh, catching this online and you have no idea who we are, uh, that's awesome. But my name is Mitch. I have the joy of being one of the pastors at Redeemer City Church in Tampa, Florida. This is Carl. He's one of our pastors as well. And we're going to have a conversation because we're in the middle of Holy Week. We are in, uh, what's today? Wednesday right. of Holy Week. And so um, today is all about Judas. And it's going to be an interesting conversation because I think we're all a little bit closer to Judas than maybe we'd like to be. What do you think? Well, exactly. You know, uh, as we're detailing each day of, of Holy Week, you know, yesterday there's so many teachings that Jesus gave, a full day of teaching. Of course, there's the cleanse of the temple Monday and the triumphal entry, Palm Sunday, that, that we, we spent time with last Sunday. Of course, tomorrow is when they'll partake of the Passover meal and, and walking through to the, to the crucifixion. Uh, death, burial, and resurrection. So, uh, you know, it ends up, what's so good about Good Friday, and that's coming later, but today is a, is an eerie day, right? And so mm-hmm. Jesus is back at, at Bethany. They're staying at Bethany just outside of Jerusalem. Um, but one of the disciples is actually quite busy on this day, and it's Judas Iscariot. And, and this is the day that he agrees, finally, to betray Jesus uh, for 30 pieces of, of silver. And so, kind of there's the history of it, there's the story, there's, there's even the spiritual thing, like what, what was God doing, what was the evil one doing, and all these things that are going to culminate to Good Friday and, mm. and to salvation, because that's what God does. But as we consider Judas the man, like this was a real yeah. person who had walked with Jesus for three and a half years, had been part of all of the miracles and the teachings mm. and the life change, yet uh, at his darkest hour... Um, betrays uh, Jesus, and so uh, Jesus, and so the the, the question. That, so there's a, there's a book written by a, a pastor named Colin Smith, and 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 the book's called uh, Heaven, So Near, So Far, and it's the story of Judas Iscariot. And so, um, kind of some adaptation from that, just kind of poses a few questions and makes a few points that we're just going to play with today, and Mitch will chime in 
throughout it, and uh, he's got a real neat uh, close to it. But but kind of the question that's that's posed is how different are we really from Judas Iscariot? And at first we're like um, a whole heck of a lot different, Carl. Like. Bro, like, get that negativity out of here. Um, and sure, yes, okay, I'm not here to, like, you know, I'm going to get you to, to admit that you're a Jew. Um, but I think if, if the, you know, the reality, at times, um, yeah, we betray Jesus. Yes. Um, and so um, that's just the reality. Now, we're gonna, we'll, we'll connect Jesus, uh, Judas with some other people here in a minute. But, mm-hmm. but I think, listen, without overplaying it, um, any big, bigger than any one sin, right? Yeah, at times I betray, I betray Jesus every day in some mm. way. Good but point. Let's talk, yeah, let's talk the big stuff, right? I mean, you know, the, the real sin here of Judas is he gave up on Jesus, mm. like fully. Like enough was enough, and Jesus wasn't doing what he wanted, and there's a lesson there for us. And so he said, you know what, I'm out all the way. And he betrays him. And so, so kind of a couple points for us, because we want this to connect with us, is if you're here and you're watching this and you're considering walking away from Jesus, or, or you're right there, you're considering Jesus, you're like, ah, nah, why do, why do you know, bad things happen to good people? What's up with this pandemic? Someone I know has died, or something happened to me, someone sinned against me, or I've lost everything, I tried it, it didn't work. Whatever that is for you, know this. No one loved Judas more than Jesus did. Mm. You know, the the religious leaders, the chief priests, they were using him. They yeah. didn't care for him. They weren't really offering him anything. Sure, they gave him some money, but but you know, he his the only people that really loved him and knew him were, were mm. Jesus and, and those yeah. disciples. Uh, and even when G, when Judas was betraying him in the yeah. garden, Jesus welcomed him. Yeah, he didn't shame him. He just said, "Hey, man, like I love you still." And we're not going to fight back. You know, and um, there's, you know, for us, no one will ever love you more than, than Jesus does. Amen. This is what his own words were, that uh, I will ever, never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews uh, 13.5, Matthew 11.28, come to me and I'll, I'll give you rest. So yeah. that's just something for all of us to know um, that we're loved unconditionally and fully by Christ. Yeah. I, it's, so, it's so interesting, you know, I think about that moment where Judas meets with these scribes and priests and, you know, the religious elite of the day. And the language is pretty interesting. If you want to follow along in your Bible, it's in like Matthew 26, and then it filters through the rest, really, of Matthew. And it's the language of Scripture is interesting here in Matthew 26, starting in verse 14. It says this, Then one of the twelve, whose name was Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priests and said, what will you give me if I deliver him over to you? And they paid him 30 pieces of silver. And from that moment, he sought an opportunity to betray him. That's where I think a lot of us can like get the disconnect. Like think like, well, I'm not seeking for a way to betray Jesus. But in an interesting way, like that's almost better, right? Like what Jesus says in Revelation is that he doesn't want you to be lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going to be out, get out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but if you're going to be in, let's go. You know, and, and the language of Revelation is that God will vomit you out of his mouth if you're lukewarm. So yep. Judas here is, you know, maybe the only honorable thing is that he's making a decision. 
And I think that speaks to us. I think there's so many Christians, and let's just pick on our own country because that's where we're at, in the United States, um, and even me at times, mm-hmm. where I'm looking for that line. Where can I have my cake and eat it too? Mm-hmm. Where can I follow Jesus and get that blessing, but have a little bit of what Mitch wants? Right? Like, that that to me is what jumps off the page at that beginning. You know, Judas goes to them. Mm-hmm. I think that's a missed detail. Yeah. He's thinking, how how can I how can I get something out of this? Like, Jesus is going to die. Yeah, he's going to cash out. He's going to die. Yeah. How can I make a little profit off this? Yeah. I think that speaks to us. Man, and, and that's that just, you nailed it. Like, that's that's all of us, you know, or most of us, right? You know, it's it's... And it is difficult in our, you know, first world problems and, and all that. But, you know, this idea of, you know, I want to follow Jesus, but I also, you know, I want him to follow me at times, too. Yeah. And so that's a, that's a big part of it. And, and, and I think if, you know, just a word to just, just survey our prayer life. And mm-hmm. we're going to, um, you know, this earlier at noon, you know, we'll, we'll have some prayer. We had some prayer with that. Um, so we want to be focused vision up. Mm-hmm. Because when I, when I do just... My own. I need blind. I'm like a horse. You know, I need blinders. And I need to be beat at times. But uh, and so that kind of gets even to the second thing that happens here um, is as 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 the plan unfolds, um, you know, it, it, it appears somewhat successful. Although we we've read the end of the book, it's not. But mm-hmm. but the second point that Colin Smith makes is don't try to resist the greatest power. Right now, there's some powerful people at work here in Matthew 26 and and all throughout Scripture, but. You've got these religious leaders. They're in full control of anything religious that's happening in Palestine. Mm-hmm. And then they're, they're partnering with the, the Romans, who are the most powerful people in the world. And so if they need something, they've got Roman power to kind of back them up here. And mm-hmm. then there's even money exchange. I mean, 30 pieces of silver is no big, no, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's real money. Yeah. And they've got armed soldiers and all, all that. And so they go to arrest Jesus. They're ready to do this the hard way. Like, it's not just like, hey, mm. Jesus, um, yeah. there's a warrant for your arrest. You can just kind of show up at the right time. No, they're doing it at night, in the cover of darkness, when, when no one else is around. And if it gets dirty, they're ready to get dirty, right? But what does Jesus do? He doesn't resist, right? And, and, and in John 18, he says, listen, I, I choose to lay my life down. I mm. lay down my own accord. Like, no one takes it from me. Yeah. Um, and so I just think the, the small teach for that, for us, is Jesus didn't resist. Um, and I think for us, it's better to take our stand, to live our lives, to choose to stay on the side of Christ than to be on the side of the world, as powerful as it feels like the world can be at times. And so, you know, I think uh, what, what Colin Smith says is, you know, when, when Christ comes in glory, like, I want to be counted among his friends, mm. um, not not his enemies. So Yeah, I mean, so... One of the interesting background details of that 30 pieces of silver is because it's hard for us to connect to that. You know, we we live in a totally different society than that. But what's what I love about what you just said is it connects so well to that 30 pieces of silver. So the background of that is in um, Exodus 21, 32, we're told that it's 30 pieces of silver. That is the mm-hmm. price of a slave. Mm-hmm. And so there, there's a moment in that where, where you and I get to choose, as Joshua said, who we're going to serve. And then he says that great line that a lot of us put up in our house, you know, this choose day. this day whom you will serve, you know. And 
but that speaks to me in this in this moment like Judas goes and betrays Jesus for the price of a slave the brother of Jesus James writes after seeing Jesus rise from the dead in his letter to the church he writes James a slave mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ and that's a choice we get to make you know um we can choose to be a willing slave of the world which honestly is really enticing mm-hmm. it's easier mm-hmm. um and and in our our context you now we're social distancing and all that right now but um this is an opportunity for us to be reminded um that that choice is there for us that choice is on the table um and we even see it in that exchange absolutely and, and you know choose this day the reason why that's such a great you know catchphrase or piece of art is it's a daily reminder it's it's not just okay i did a day it's yeah. the next day it's today cuz you know, we don't know what trouble tomorrow holds jesus says but come what may we're going to follow him and so and that and that gets to why th- this is worth it you know you know one of my just favorite texts cuz it just speaks to me is John 10:10 10, 10, right where mm. Jesus is speaking he says the evil one comes to steal kill and destroy literally and spiritually and all of the above but it doesn't end there comma but Jesus speaking but I Jesus have come that you may have life to the full and that's life now and later and so when we choose this day to follow Christ. When we choose that whatever happens, I'm going to stay on the side of Christ and, and His friends. Like We really live that out and God shows up. And so kind of the third point here is, is if, again, wherever you're at, whatever you're processing as you're watching this, the third point is don't miss out on the greatest triumph. Don't miss out on the joy of what God is up to. And that's later, okay, eternity, yes. Like live for Christ Follow Him, know Him, trust Him for salvation, but trust Him for life now too, right? And so so Judas, what did he gain from abandoning Jesus? Mm. 30 pieces of silver that he didn't even get to spend, mm-hmm. right? He didn't even end up getting it, really, he ends up hanging himself, right? He got nothing for it, and so religious leaders were like, well, this is slave blood money, uh, let's just go buy a field with it, like, I don't want to touch it, right? He gained nothing, it was all loss, mm. and, and even just... just Think of the amazing moments that came after, okay, so Jesus is, you know, he's, he's killed, he resurrects, and then he appears later to his disciples. Well, one of the disciples wasn't there. He wasn't even alive. Judas. He missed out on the greatest triumph on earth and, and likely eternity. I, I don't, I'm not going to make any determination on his salvation, although I'd say that's a, you know, what's the unforgivable sin? That's got to be up there, right? You know, mm. rejecting the Holy Spirit, and so, so perhaps, I mean, that would be a shame. But you know, and so the question we start with is, how different are we? And then, um, as Mitch has alluded to, there are some examples in, in, in Scripture. But I think, you know, a, a prime one. I mean, two disciples. You know, yeah, you could argue, you know, John, James, and Peter. You know, kind of this inner three that they had with mm. Christ. So they were privy to a couple things yeah. that Judas wasn't, like you know, the Transfiguration right before this. So there's some there's some special things there. I yes. don't, don't want to say it's all apples to apples, but but basically, I mean, two disciples. But if we consider the difference between Judas and Peter. I mean, it's pretty stark, and it's not because Peter was perfect, right? So why don't you walk yeah. us through that and yeah. put a bow on this? Yeah, as we close, I think. 
that's where the rubber meets the road for us practically mm-hmm. is what was the difference between Judas and Peter? Judas betrays Jesus and then he hangs himself because he was overcome by his choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it does us well to remember the words of Jesus when he says, oh, great, you believe. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Even the demons believe. Mm-hmm. So just knowing something is true isn't always the determining factor in faith, right? There, there is, you know, the Ephesians too, like, I was dead and Christ made me alive. And so what does that look like? I think we get a great example in Peter because Peter goes and does the same thing three times. And here's what's crazy. I was talking about this with my kids yesterday because I'm suddenly their Bible teacher in school. But when my seven-year-old asked me, you know, I just don't understand why all of it had to happen that way. And what a great question. You know, did Jesus really have to die? You know, and there's a whole lot about that. I'll see you Friday night for our Good Good Friday service at 7 p.m. on Church Online. So stay tuned for that. Don't want to let the cat out of the bag. But what happens when Peter denies Christ three times? What's crazy is Peter goes from chopping a guy's ear off, a soldier, no fear, chop a guy's ear off. And, and then a, a little girl, a servant girl, calls him out and, and he bails immediately. And you're like, what's up with that? Like, and, and that's us, right? Like, we go through the highs and lows of, of life. But here's the difference. Listen to what Matthew chapter 26, verse 75. Did you know there was chapters <laughs> that go that high? Verse 75. So Peter has denied Jesus three times in a row. And then the famous rooster crows. Right? He hears, and, uh, you know, a really. Uh, tough verse to read is just before that it says that Jesus actually looks back at Peter and what a what a struggle that would be um, but here's here's what verse 75 says it says and Peter remembered the sayings of Jesus before the rooster crows you will deny me three times and here's the difference yeah. Peter's response to that is this and he went out and wept bitterly. It was a broken heart. He was, you know, it, it's what David said in response to his sin. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God. Mm. You know, I, I have a broken and contrite heart. And that's the difference. Here's the reality. You and I, we're Judas. Mm. We're Peter. We are those guys. We deny Christ all the time. And at minimum... We're, we're choosing what is so much less in this world than choosing Christ. And, and we do that on the regular. But here's what's so great about God is even though he's holy and Jesus had to die and we're seeing it played out in the lives of the disciples here, uh, the truth is is that the other side of God's character is that he's love. Mm. God is love. And so... Rather than leaving Judas and Peter right where they were, he went to the cross. And he paid the penalty that Judas paid, that Peter should have paid, that you and I should pay. And that's the beauty of the gospel, is that 
when God has two words, let me say it this way, law and gospel. And God's law simply comes and shows you who you are. And what's your response to that? When you recognize I'm a sinner and I need a savior, what's your response? Peter gives us the right way forward. He he is hit by the weight of his sin. And he goes out and he weeps bitterly. And what we see after the resurrection is a different Peter. Mm-hmm. And he, he's totally changed by what happened. God has moved in and brought him to life. And so what a powerful thing for us to think about on this Holy Week, on this Wednesday. Any other thoughts before we close? I, I think you nailed it. You know, be changed, right? I mean, we have a seemingly infinite time right now to ponder and pray and consider the things of God. And, and, and this week, um, what a perfect week to be, you know, safer at home, you know, and um, mm. just sit with God and as a family. Um, listen, you're all your kids' Bible teachers, you know, and so, um, you know, ha- have those real conversations of, of the opportunity that we have um, to know God personally and to trust Him. And so I love that. Yeah, Jesus, uh, uh, Peter went out and wept bitterly just after that, uh, chapter 27, mm. verse uh, 5. And Judas went out and hanged himself. Mm. So, uh, you know, choose this day. And so it, it really is that simple. And so spiritually, you know, let's, let's return uh, to God in adoration, um, not, not go the other way um, from him. So, yeah, um, why don't I pray for us? And then, uh, yeah, will you join us? Uh, will join us, you know, tomorrow, Thursday. We'll have another um, day of Holy Week. And then uh, Friday night. Uh, join us at 7 for a Good Friday moment, and then, of course, on to uh, Easter Sunday, Church Online. Let's pray. Lord, you're good. Thanks for uh, just this night to remember what you have always been up to. And as all of creation has has groaned, you entered it, and you accomplished um, what only could be done through your perfect sacrifice. And so, Lord, as we consider... Uh, the life and death of Judas and the choices he made. Lord, would it just give us sober minds to not follow in the way of this world or the way of death, but to trust you, even amidst our own shortcomings, our own denials of you, would we not betray you? Would we not run from you? Would we run to you? And so, Lord, would you be with uh, your people? Would you be with all people at this time? And would you show yourself strong and give us the strength we need that that we would come to you. Lord, we love you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for hanging out with us for a few minutes. We'll see you on Thursday and Friday. Have a great night.